0: How you been? Really good, dude. Like, um, super busy, but like working with great people. So it's been, uh, it's been a treat
1: makes all the difference for sure.
0: Yeah. Like I'm so used to just like solo traveling and all this stuff. So it's been nice to like travel with like a group of like-minded people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then you just, you were in Regina for,
0: was it like the pride thing
1: or something like that? Man,
0: we pretty much <laughs> have done, like, a whole Pride tour. Yeah. Um, we've been in, almost like, almost freaking every community doing something Pride-related. Hell
1: yeah, dude. And how's that going for you? Where the frick did you guys go besides Regina?
0: Um, Regina was in, like, some iHeartRadio competition thingy, which I, like, never do, but um, it was a radio station that i really want them to play my music <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um however i have never played a lot in regina that's the one part of the province i've never really branched out to too much so it was nice to kind of get that gig get, up and running
1: yeah get your toes wet out in that city
0: yeah yeah yeah. and then um we were we did saskatoon pride main stage we um, went to La Ooh, we did Big River's first ever pride celebration. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and then I think we are in North Battleford for their pride celebration too. So like a lot of pride-centered stuff. And uh, yeah, just keeping busy. Hell yeah, all- dude. Yeah. Dude,
1: no doubt. that's That's fantastic. That's great. And then, yeah, that's right. Because I, uh, you just, you were did a casting call for extras for your video. What was that? Two weeks ago. Yeah. And fucking. What, where the hell was I? I don't remember why I couldn't make it. There was a good. I had a valid reason, but fuck, man, I wanted to. I wanted to so bad. Because I'll tell you what. Um, I think it was the week prior to you making that call out. Um, the boys at prehistoric productions called me and they're like, do you want to be in a music video? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do, bro. So ill ill creature out of Saskatoon, like Lee and Hanson's in that band and stuff. I think they were, what were they? The pistol whips previously, some, something yeah. like that. So they were shooting a music video with prehistoric productions. And then he's like, yeah, you'll just be an extra, you know, at a, in a funeral scene, you'll be in the crowd. I was like, yeah, fuck, whatever. Like I'm in, I'm I'm all in. Then he calls me two days out of the shoot and he's like, do you want to be the priest at the funeral? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. I so do. Like I want to be in there. So I, I had just went and we had shot that that day. I saw little clips of it too. It's going to be so rad. I'm fired up about it. And then shortly after that, they called me back and they're like, Hey, we're doing another video. Do you want to be in that one too? As a bartender. And I'm like, fuck, I'm your boy. I'm your guy. Like fucking a, and then you put out the casting call like, Hey, I need extras. I was like, Oh, I could have went for a
0: trifecta. I have another one coming out. You can come be a part of dude. I'm so in, I'm so fucking in. I think we're shooting it at the Capitol is what's happening. Oh,
1: hell yeah, dude.
0: Count me in. My goal is I have an EP coming out. And um, my goal is to do a video for every song off the EP. Nice. Yeah, should be. A, it's a hell of a process. But I think for especially for me, since I do tend to um, dance a lot in that pop music genre, right. I think the visual aspect can almost be in, as important as the um, audio aspect of it. Especially, for you know, sure. when, it com- when it comes to pop music, people yep. almost that visual part of it
1: yeah a hundred percent I agree um so out of those videos that you're going to do please tell me that you're working with prehistoric on at least one of those I
0: have not decided I'm trying to work with all different directors um like I'm it was really important to me to work with some up-and-comers yeah um just because like I feel like i'm in the same boat as them we're all kind of figuring out the industry at the same time yep but it would definitely be nice to reach out to prehistoric and um get them to do something fun um yeah yeah. you
1: probably maybe get a fucking a grant for one andrew's really good at grant writing right so
0: yeah we're actually uh expecting uh nice a big big grant coming in because we uh we had a top 10 hit with sober yeah opened up some grant money to us sorry hell yes i'm gonna turn off my messages here
1: that's it's all good it's all good um no that's that's freaking deadly there's another one that i know of is like Saul the singer yeah right what is it milla media
0: or something like that i think they went they rebranded to the get up is that what it is i think that's what they're called now
1: yeah, because he did uh, um, one for sure, maybe two videos with Caitlin Laner. Yep. And and they turned, I thought they turned out great. They were they were awesome. So he'd be, I'm sure he's in, I'm
0: sure you know who he is too. Like you could just call him up, but. Yeah, man, I've worked with him previously. Not on a good. video on some like live shit, but yeah. yeah, good dude. Yeah,
1: definitely. Which reminds me, I got to give him a shout on some other stuff. But Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, check it out. I got my fucking. Uh, no way. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay, let's go back to about that show in Prince Albert that night. Like what did you guys do for marketing like to market that?
0: So we did a lot of Facebook advertisement and then we had seen a trend of personal invites going over really well for other artists in town. So it was like a lot of Facebook ads, like, Ooh, a lot of Facebook ads. And, um, then just actually reaching out to people individually and being like, Hey, um, we have a new lineup. This is what it is. And please come out and check us out. Like, you know, like I'm like, um, yeah, just like trying to yeah. add that really personal touch. But you know what, this sounds really shitty to say, but I'm gonna say it. I don't know if people are vibing with the personal aspect of an artist's life anymore. Just because you can literally go on social media and be a part of anyone's personal life. Um, I think people like flashiness and they like a little bit of a persona and a show and that's where I run into this crossroads of like, I'm I'm never gonna be uh, an artist that can put on this persona and go out on stage um, because I have two modes. I have my on, which is like performance, and then you're getting like an amplified version of myself. And then I'm off. Like after every show, I need to sit and close my eyes for five minutes. I just got to shut off and. Yeah. And man, I think people are really into personas right now. Like look at a lot of the successful bands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I was almost going to say that that kind of thing doesn't appeal to me. Right. Um. I like the, the humility aspect of it. Um. But that being said, there's artists out there that do that, that I'm totally on board with. I'm like, yeah. fucking a, like, yeah it makes sense for them to do it um so i i don't want to be a hypocrite on on a comment like that have you heard about our new radio station it's called funky moose radio
2: where we play alternative and indie rock sprinkle in some blues and americana we feature the music from our guests on this podcast at least once per hour these songs can be in any genre we're working on getting the station on every mobile app available, but the easiest way to listen is at funkymooseradio.ca. You should also become a VIP because we'll be giving away some prizes. Again, check it out at funkymooseradio.ca.
0: Hey, everybody, I'm LJ Tyson. I'm happy to be here on the Sit Down podcast with my buddies, and this is episode 125.
1: <laughs> Thank you and welcome yet again, Mr. LJ Tyson. It's good to see you again, my friend. I'm so excited to get to talk to you guys. It's fun. Yeah. Right on. Okay, I have a
2: question that I didn't ask the last time. What does LJ
0: stand for? LJ stands for uh, Lawrence Joseph. I got my grandfather's (sighs) initials as a name, so everyone's like, So does that mean your name is Lawrence Joseph? I'm like, no, like all my (laughs) LJ, which was really fun for my parents trying to clear my birth certificate. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. They had some trouble. I think it was sent back a couple of times being like, you can't name a kid LJ. (laughs) Yeah, we can. And we did. (laughs) That'd be funny. I would have just wrote L like E L and then J A Y. (laughs) I had one of my students write it like that today. I was like, do you think you can spell my name? And they put like E-L-J-A-Y. And I was like, valid. And I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: nice. Freaking right. That's right. You do. You have been teaching music recently,
0: right? Yeah. I actually um, got involved with the camp music program put on um, by my um, good friend, Eliza Doyle. And so she's been sending me and other musicians across Northern Saskatchewan to teach actually in communities and in schools, um, which I thought was such a unique way of teaching music. I mean, you have active touring musicians um, taking their off time and going up to these um, Northern communities and teaching schools. I mean, like, what other kids in the world are getting taught by like actual working musicians, you know, like, um, I thought that was such a, and, and that's not at all a, uh, a a read or anything to, uh, like (laughs) band teachers in music because I think they are the lifeblood of the music community. I'm just saying like, what a unique cool experience for these kids to actually get to learn from like road musicians, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So So do you
1: go
2: ahead? Do you, um, do you travel to different communities every time or is it do you have um, a specific one that you go to or
0: yeah like there's a few of us that have been all over into different communities i've specifically um been lucky enough to be based in larange which is um only two hours away from my hometown prince albert so it's been a nice little treat to kind of get to chill there for the past year and um close enough to go home on weekends and things like that. But what I will say is like um support the camp music program if you <laughs> can um Eliza Doyle is really um she's just making strides towards um bringing music to these communities. And you know, the the positive impact that we've seen this program have on, on um on like people's mental health and you know right down to their school attendance. Like it's been just crazy good. Um, Uh, And yeah, I'm so honored that uh, she included me in the the camp music program, the SASC camp music program.
1: Oh, that's amazing! What's what's
2: it? What's it called, LJ? What's it called again? (laughs) Okay, let me get this
0: right. Let me get this right. (laughs) Camp SASC music. That's what it's called. Put on (laughs) by uh, uh, Eliza Doyle, and um, yeah, bring us to a community near you.
1: (laughs) I I love that. Um, She's actually. I'm going to get to see her perform at dog patch this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never seen her perform before. So she's, she's one of the artists I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting to meet Eliza. We, I'm coming to find you. <laughs> have we reached out to her to get her I, on the show? Cause I don't, I don't keep know. talking about her and she's been coming up in conversation a lot lately.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, I'm going to go see her in about an hour here. So I will tell her to, look out and ignore any emails from the <laughs> <laughs> from funky
1: moose records yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no doubt yeah no that's freaking awesome uh, i've been hearing nothing but good things about that yeah. woman for yeah. sure um what else were we talking about lj before mark got here we were talking about sober hitting the the top 10 on the
0: charts right yeah uh, that was um something unexpected because i hadn't put out music in quite a while at that point i haven't i didn't put up music in in a healthy way in a long while and um yeah it hit the um like the international indigenous music countdown chart it went i think it went up to like number four or something like that oh hell yeah For a a comeback single that was um that was something else for me to experience and i honestly um it, it sort of feels sometimes like you only get one crack at music and if you kind of lose your momentum there's really no getting back onto it so i was um pleasantly surprised that people were like oh yeah you i'll listen
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude it's a great it's a great freaking song i i love that
0: one sober Um, is not a new song is it no there's It's actually this strange story. And last time I talked to you guys, um, I was kind of working my way through a garbage pile of a mess. Um, I had put out this record that I released in kind of a really bad state of mind. Um, I was like at the tail end of, I don't know how to say it nicely. I was at the tail end of my partying days and COVID had hit and I had this like body of unreleased music that were from a million different projects. And I put them all together on this like chaotic album. Which... Is that the album you
1: sold me that night in Prince Albert? No, that is a, <laughs> um, that was, a...
0: <laughs> that is a secret album that we only sell at live shows. That doesn't okay online. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. No, this <laughs> album was called Skeleton. And, um, and it, it, it has been, removed from all streaming services. It has been erased from history. Um, It's time capsuled somewhere in one of my laptops, and we are figuring out a way to put out some of those songs. Again, Sober was one of those songs, but we are releasing them in a way that they feel brand new. Um, A lot of the songs that we are reworking from that album are getting like a video treatment. So we're just trying to go back and correct honest to goodness mistakes and honest to goodness things that I, I want to give my music a chance for people to hear it the way I intend it not the way that my mental health at the time gave it away you know what I mean it was just like a sloppy release and I'm saying this like so truthfully because like I said um in order to get to this point I'm at right now where I am confidently releasing music and confidently know what I'm doing I had to get sober which let's bring it all the way back was a big influence on my song. Silver.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, And I, and I, we touched on it the last time too. Like I'm definitely familiar with that struggle too. Like, um, I, I'm in my 10th year of sobriety currently. Mm-hmm. So dude, you. I had to, I couldn't have done it alone. Right. I had a lot of friends and, and family. Uh, to help me out there. And when I say family, I mean like Narcotics Anonymous. Help me out. If it wasn't for NA, dude, I would not be sitting here right now talking to you. There's no way in hell that I'd be here. Right. So I get it. I freaking get that struggle, dude, 100%. Um, and that's great that you could come out with a banger of a song like that, you know, persevere out of there. Um, sober, top in the charts. And then videos. You were recently. You just shot a video, did you not? Like a week
0: or two ago? Yeah, um, a couple of weeks ago, we shot a video for my new single, Home on a Rainbow. And we put out like a public casting call and we found someone who was playing me 10 years ago or f- frick, we found someone who was playing me 15 years ago. I have to remember I'm a little bit older now. <laughs> <laughs> and we shot it at my old high school, which like, man, you guys i can't even explain to you the feeling of singing a song about struggling coming to terms with your identity in the house where you are struggling to come to terms with your identity like um i'm not even trying to like hype myself up or like make people really excited for this video i should be trying to make people really excited, <laughs> but um it is <clears throat> I don't know, there's something embedded in that music video, not subliminal messaging, but (laughs) there's some some special feeling embedded in the video. And I really encourage people just to go out and and take a look for yourself. I mean, um, the lyric, the opening lyric is conservative small place in the middle of Saskatchewan, and that was what we based the video off of is that line. And um, yeah, you get to see uh, (laughs) this kid named um, Jake. Uh, Jake LaVallee, he's playing like a high school aged me and um, it's a sad video, but it's a hopeful video. And, and uh, yeah, I can't wait for people to see it.
1: Oh, hell yeah, dude. When
0: when does it come out? It is coming out on July 7th. So it came, I'm sorry. It's coming, <laughs> it just came it, out. <laughs> it, came, it came out on <laughs> July 7th. Nice. Okay, cool. Frick
1: and right. When, let me ask you a question here about music videos. So when I I think I have a reasonable understanding of how to distribute, like if, if an artist has a single or an EP and how, how to get that to radio and streaming platforms and stuff, is it much different for a music video? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you just put it up on YouTube and away you go. I'm sure like you're sending that out to different platforms, right?
0: So yeah, the way that works is there's different platforms you can put the music video on. Um, like, man, my very first music video, my very first solo music video, um, was very uh Prince Albert's Saskatchewan themed, and they the, had- lo- the locals, right? The locals yep. baby <laughs> Dude, I um, love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh man, that one they put out on like facebook and it had like um oh man i think that one had like a quarter of a million views on facebook and um which shows the power of prince albert saskatchewan right (laughs) no doubt and uh then it did okay on youtube but the weirdest thing was going to um like the local galaxy cinema movie theaters and they played my music video before movies and I oh, what? yeah, and I had no idea they were doing that because I, I did that in um, partnership with the city of Prince Albert. And uh, all of a sudden, people were like sending me videos of me in the movie theater. And at first I thought it was a joke. I was like, lol, what is this? And they're, like, <laughs> they're, like, they're playing your music video in the movie theater. So, of course, um, I think it was like me, my mom and my auntie, we went to watch a movie on Christmas Day and um, then there were my music video was up on the galaxy cinema movie theaters, like on the big screen. Oh sp- dude. And um yeah, so d- just to back to the question, like there's no rules these days for where you can post content. Um, people have so many ways of finding content that they purposely want to view, which is why I think a lot of the times people do gravitate towards um doing a uh exclusively putting on on youtube and then just letting it find find its own way i i try not to take that approach um you know like for this uh, music video home on the rainbow we had talked with a few um different sites to try and do um premieres it just felt most natural to do it on our own um just because of the personal nature of the song no one even the best intentioned people with the greatest hearts weren't going to treat this music video with as much care as my own team would, you know?
1: Yeah. 100%. Um, I, I'm, uh, st- I'm, I, I'm still like on the galaxy cinema thing.
0: Yeah. You, you see yourself like larger than life size. like, it was unreal. You guys like, I wish every single person in the whole entire world could see themselves on a movie screen. Yeah it it kind of was a big like, oh, wow, like, people actually hear me, people actually see me kind of moment. Because a lot of the times, and a lot of fellow artists will feel this or have at some point felt this, is sometimes it just feels like you're screaming into a void. You really don't yeah. know. You don't know what's going to catch on. And sometimes, <laughs> once again, I think I gave this disclaimer in the last interview. Um I love Locals. Locals was a big part of my early solo music career. To be known exclusively as the Locals dude became kind of soul crushing, but at first I will say it was an amazing feeling to have um, that much support and that much um, kind of popcorn success, I call it, like instant instant success. And um, I hope every musician gets to experience that at least once because it really shows that like, man, just keep working away and keep plugging away. And at some point, something's going to catch on, you know, just keep being yourself and, and that, like, who would have thought, um, like a indigenous kid who's part of the queer community from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan was going to do something like that. You know what I mean? I, I think about the young indigenous kids sitting in those movie theaters or coming across it on YouTube or Facebook and being like, whoa he's a Brown person. Like I am, I can do that too. And I have to keep reminding myself that like, that's, that's what to do it for. Don't, I'm not trying to do this for um, like success or anything like that. I, I want enough to keep working, but um, man, like just uh, imagining the kids just like me or, you know, other kids from minority groups that are like, well, if he did it, like, so can I, and, yeah. um, yeah, I'm happy I'm happy to uh to be at least one of their uh a, a, one of the influences that they get to see. And uh that's why music videos are so important to me is because it adds that visual aspect of um the entertainment.
1: Freaking right. I
0: you're, I'm, so, you're an inspiration to those kids, man. I hope so. And man, I hope that's another reason why it was important for me to get sober. I have to remind myself that um The more I push my music out there, the more I get to go into different communities, I have to be a good example, because, like I said, it goes back to those like young um, kids from minority groups, and that when they're looking at me, I don't want them to see some drunk party animal, I want them to see that like, I take the time to go and talk to them after shows, and I want them to see that I don't have like a drink in my hand or, you know, I, I'm just, I'm trying to be very, very careful about that. And that's, and that's not to say, while well, I was like <laughs> drinking and partying. I couldn't have easily pretended to be like this great example, but that wouldn't be genuine. You know, that, yeah. that, that wouldn't be telling the truth and the truth um, as with every person that's becoming sober, the truth is a powerful tool in sobriety. And so, um, yeah, I've just been implementing that in, in every aspect of my life, but specifically when people are looking up to me, if, if I was still in that old state of mind, I would the, the mass amounts of guilt I would feel, I don't think I could sit here and talk to you guys about it. Right? You know, it's, it's <clears throat> a different but good life. It is a little boring sometimes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. awesome. That
2: makes me think, uh, Joel, we should have clips of us
1: podcast in the galaxy theaters i would say i i like where your brain your head is at on that um i had a similar thought but different where i was thinking lj what's stopping you from going to galaxy cinema in prince albert with that new video and be like hey you've done you've played this my last one Uh, One of my asked ones, what do you say we do a run of this one too for a week or two and see
0: what's up, right? I am so sure that the people behind the Locals video put some cash in their hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe, but maybe not. Because a lot of, this sounds tacky, but I know everybody's heard this before. You've heard the expression, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And Um, how well you know them. Right. And I think that there is some truth to that. I don't I don't think that's the all end like all of it, but I think that that there is some truth behind that. So being a local from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan and the fact that they've done it before, I think, LJ, I think you're in a, a great position in your career and your life. like what's really fucking stopping you from going up to the manager at galaxy cinema and Prince Albert. Fuck. I'll do it for you, bro. (laughs) I'll be like, (laughs) I'll be like, Hey, um, I'm, I'm with, uh, the sit down podcast and funky moose records. And, uh, I remember you guys were playing this artists music video in the galaxy. Can I see your manager? And then I'll introduce myself to them. And I'll be like, Hey, what do you like? Can we do another run of this? You've done it in the past. Just to then, feel them out, man. See what they say. And saying. then
2: have and then have Joelle and me introduce the video.
0: So I was just gonna say,
1: say, oh, we could do a little clip. Yeah. I was, hey guys, I was say the
0: only re, the only way I'll do that is if you guys introduce the video. <laughs> oh, done, dude, dude, done.
1: Well, uh, at the end of this podcast, Mark and I will. Oh fuck, I can't go over there. I want to do a little clip from the chairs though. And we can introduce the do a little intro to the video and be like, "Hey, hope you guys got your popcorn and your hot yeah, yeah, drinks
2: and something very cheesy."
1: Yeah, but before we get into the movie, why don't you check out this new uh, music video yeah. by our, was- very, our? I don't want to call you a local though, <laughs> <but> <laughs> from our very own local boy L.J. Tyson here. What was, you, was that phrase like again? That? What was the phrase again? Uh, I know they
2: sold you the whole seat, but you only need the the the, the edge or something. Watch, watch this video. I don't know what you're talking about. Bloodshots? Bloodshots, Yeah, and he was saying, "I'll sell you the whole seat, but you only need the edge."
1: Yeah, we that. can steal. We can steal that line, and yeah. then we'll sue Slide us for copyright. In, Slide that in there. Could and then LJ is like on that. screen.
2: Yeah, make us yeah. let's look stupid, and then LJ looks like a rock star. I mean, he will anyway. But dude, looks- I'm so down. I'll I'll
0: totally yep. freaking do it man and honestly like i um it's so important to me that that video is viewed by people in prince albert because it is written about me growing up in prince albert i think it's a universal message that a, a lot of people will, will will vibe with and um but no but yeah like i it is important to me that people in in prince albert kind of um see this video and understand at least at least like 1% what it's like to grow up in somewhere like Prince Albert, when you are part of a minority group. And I think this video does a wonderful job of kind of explaining the isolation of that feeling, the, uh, the, the, the feeling of isolation. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and here's the thing, like, I'm not trying to pretend like I'm some big worldwide superstar. I'm not even trying to pretend like I'm, uh, um, um, even mild, mildly successful. Like I'm, you know, like I'm same boat as a lot of other people, just like a, a working uh, musician. And a lot of the times you don't know if a hundred people are going to show up to your gig or if two people are going to show up to your gig. But with all that being said, um, it is important that this video goes beyond me, if that makes any sense at all. Like, yeah. um, I think within the, the confines of my up and coming um kind of situation right now um it's it's important that this video does transcend upon um trans transcend beyond what my career can currently do and that that's my wish for it because I know I'm not like some big superstar that I'm gonna get a, a million views just like that however um I I hope that this video goes beyond what I can personally do and that sounds so self-deprecating <laughs> it's like well <wah>, <laughs> but um, <laughs> not at all, dude. I totally get what you're trying to say. Yeah. There's a deeper, totally. it's more, it's more than just a music video. It's it more truly than is. A music video. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's what we intended as since the beginning, since I wrote the song, since we were in the studio, since we started planning the music video, like it's always been leading to this point and, and I don't want it to be viewed as, Um, Oh, L.J. Tyson's song, Home on a Rainbow. I want these people to claim ownership of that song because I wrote it for them. I wrote it about myself, sure. But my story is not unlike every other young queer kid's story. My story is not unlike any other young Indigenous person's story or anyone from a minority group. We all feel that isolation. We all have been continuously questioned or doubted or pushed under the table, you know? And or the opposite we've all um been in a power position where it's so easy to um accidentally bully or accidentally hurt someone's feelings or you know all that stuff and i think this video does a really good job of just showing it through the eyes of someone who's been on the more unfortunate side of the fence um while still still viewing from a point of um of Someone who maybe has never faced those issues before. I think this video does a, a good job of kind of just showing you the full picture, right, which some, is some a talent yeah. which is a testament to um the production company that we use, which is a local Prince Albert production company, uh uh casting moments, photography. And um, the dude that shot it is like man just graduated from high school, but he has like this insane talent for shooting um. Visual content, and um, I'm so happy to have uh, got to partner with them on this. Hey,
1: son of a gun! Oh, right, my, my son is calling. Can you guys excuse me for a couple minutes? Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, oh, sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right.
1: This episode of the Sit Down Podcast is brought to you by Inspired Vapor Company. They've got three locations in Saskatchewan: one in Melfort, one in Prince Albert, and in Humboldt saskatchewan you guys can get all your vaping supplies there or online at inspiredvaporcompany.com and use the promo code moose10 at checkout online or in store for 10% off sorry
2: all good hey man it's all good i got cake
1: (laughs) fuck i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> well, you couldn't keep the show going? You couldn't ask some questions? No, just kidding. I did. Talk about an edit but, there. Sorry, LJ.
2: But then LJ went for water, and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then it went upstairs, and then my mom was like, hey, you want dessert?
1: Like, Hell, yeah, I do. That's what's <laughs> nice about these, right? It's not like, hey, we got an hour. We got to get it all out. It's like, fuck mm-hmm. it. We can take three hours if we want, and we'll cut it down to one. <laughs> Who cares? Well, LJ, LJ has to see Eliza, so got to hurry up. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, so we were talking about the galaxy cinema thing by this time it has been released. You guys, I highly encourage you guys all to click the link in the description of this video. So you can uh, check it out what we're talking about. Um, But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm down. I think that'd be fun, fun to do. Um, Spread the word, spread the love. Right Mm -hmm. now we were also talking about Prior to Mark getting in here, LJ, we were talking about your connection with uh, the North Sound and how you guys have been playing shows together lately. Can we can we touch on that a little bit? Because I see that continuously like that's going to continue
0: for a little bit, I presume. I hope so. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe (laughs) we're always always very careful on our branding there that um, (laughs) there's the North Sound and then Forest and Nevada from the North sound come and play with LJ Tyson and the locals. We're, gotcha. we're, very, we're very careful with that. Um, however, it, it can't be ignored the success, um, of the North sound and what great things they're doing. Um, and with that being said, I'm happy to have them in the band as long as they want to, you know, I'm never gonna say, you Oh, you're too busy. Leave. Yeah. You no. Know? Um, yeah. I, I, um, so lucky and blessed to get them, call them uh, my best friends and my family. And as long as they want to play music with me, I will gladly have them in the band because um, I'm not even like trying to hype my own music up. <laughs> they they make it they make it so much better when when it when I have them in the band. Um, and of course, that includes um, our our bass player, which seems to be rotating a lot lately. And um, and my little brother, Colton, like just, just, it's pretty much just like this family band, man. And um, that's so special to me. And I, it's it's my I don't want to say it's my personal favorite lineup because I've had a lot of great musicians play with me. Um, but it is a, a very special lineup that, um, to be honest, I don't know how long it's going to go on The right. busier the busier that we all get. Especially coming out of the pandemic, you know, we didn't really know what we were all coming into as it, as it comes to live shows and uh, busyness with that. But yeah, I can definitely confidently tell people for as long, <laughs> for the foreseeable future, um, the current LJ Tyson and the locals lineup includes um, these incredible musicians that, um, you know, are working in other bands. And I respect that, but I'm so, uh, I'm just lucky and blessed to have them in my group right now
1: right do you guys yeah. ever have like do you guys
0: do any writing together at all yeah um that's actually how me and forest met is we had a uh a shared producer and he put us in a writing session and that's was our first interaction ever yeah put someone put two random guys in a room and make them <laughs> that will nice. either we'll either never want to talk to each other again or we'll come back to- <laughs> You know, it's
1: right. Did a did a song ever come out of that session?
0: (laughs) It did. It, it, um, it did. And it's, uh, one that we recorded, but I think we're going to send it back to the lab because it's, um, it's not quite right yet, but it's, uh, it's a special song and it's, uh, I think it's a good song and hopefully one day it'll see the light of day. Cool, man. Yeah. That's
1: that's freaking awesome. Now, clearly there's differences of writing music with other artists as opposed to just doing it yourself. And there's pros and cons between the two, but in your personal experience, LJ, would, do you, would you rather like writing stuff
0: on your own or collaborating with other artists? I would write rather write on my own, but I am getting better at sharing. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I have such a specific way of writing that it is broadening my horizons to collaborate more i am such a territorial person when it comes to my writing because it's my stories um however i see nothing wrong with letting other people in on those ideas to either change the sound up a little bit in a new way or honestly just make it better you know i think it's such a a powerful thing to admit that you don't know everything and you're not the greatest. So sometimes you sometimes collaborating is the best option. And I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better at reaching out to people and saying, hey, let's write a song together. Um, with that being said, you're never going to see ten writers on one of my songs. I think that becomes- <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Right on. Um,
2: I, tra- I think, think a- I think there are artists out there that are pretty territorial about their work and actually do think that they are better than the rest
0: which i mean man that go for it if you if that's your style if that's what you're thinking keep doing what you're doing in in my opinion that um attitude wasn't taking me very far you know and um and to be and to have like humility and be like you know what i think i've explored a lot of my creative avenues it's time to let someone else into the space here the space and uh and and let them see what they can come up with and man like I've written a lot of stuff that like I've done um I started out in like punk punk music and punk pop and did that and then I went over to pop and then I went to country and i'm re- i'm not really going to tell people what i'm doing now i will say that like i think i've found what i want to do for the rest of forever <laughs> Ooh, wow. <laughs> oh wow oh yeah. wow okay so we have was- this last we have this e- ep coming out that um oh you guys will be the first people i ever tell this to the ep <sighs> is called um circle and it's a six track EP of some songs that people have heard before and a couple brand new ones. And this EP is what I'm viewing as a transition from every absolutely everything I've ever done um, into this new sound. And it'll probably be um, a couple of years before people get to hear that um, or sooner. We might have a, a single from the album coming out next year, but um, man, like I'm so pumped and I, I genuinely feel this genre Suits my voice and if you come to my shows you'll you get the sneak peek you'll get to see kind of what it what we're working on and what it's sounding like but um. yeah it's it's night and day different from the from the um, more popular stuff I, I think I, I will always love pop music pop music is a big part of my musical upbringing. Um, but. Yeah, what we're doing now, I think, is is what I was always supposed to do. I think.
1: Hell yeah, dude. That's a great feeling to have, too. It's yeah. like like the this stars is, are aligned and this is the, you, know, you just feel it. This yeah. is
0: me. Well, man, yeah. and it, 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 it a lot of these genres I've been doing and things I've been trying. It just felt like an ill fitting sweater and it, it never really fit right. And this new sound that we've been experimenting with it just feels right, and it's not like a a very specific like hard hitting genre like oh, it's gonna be this, but it is it just feels like it's been perfectly tailored for me. It feels like i I finally found something that um I can proudly call my own, not not right. like you know it's it's once again, you guys, I love all my old music to anyone listening to it. <laughs> and 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 I and I, and I and I love it, and I think it's a great thing to have but um you know i do look back sometimes and i think oh i wish i could have done this song in this way oh i wish i would have added this to that and um this new music is the first time that i'm ever kind of thinking i got it right
1: sorry for the interruption you guys i just wanted to tell you guys about muse canada uh they're a new arts and entertainment media connection and support network Skip the algorithms of social media and connect with other entertainment professionals across Canada. Sign up today for $5 a month or use the promo code FUNKYMOOSE2021 for 10% off. That is F-U-N-K-Y-M-O-O-S-E 2021 for 10% off.
2: Back to the show. So you say you have a, like, in your musical upbringing, it was mostly pop like what kind of pop are you referring to yeah
0: so i i'm like as a young child like my parents always played in cover bands and stuff like that and um a lot of the music that they played was the music that people wanted to hear which yep. tended to be country pop music or you know um i remember so that that's where the country in, influ, influ, and influence influence kind of comes in and then like driving around with like my Auntie and uncle, like and older cousins, they would always play, you know, the the latest, what they used to call back in the day CDs, the party mix CDs, <laughs> where it was just like the top 10 hits of like <clears throat> two thousand one, <throat> the top like 10 a freaking
1: one. big shiny tunes or a dance mix 97 or fucking those things, right?
0: Yeah. And I remember like specifically, my auntie had that. And I would always like request that she played that in the car. So a lot of that music is totally embedded into my heart and soul, which I mean, kind of seems like such a. It's like, oh, you think Barbie Girl is a <laughs> your upbringing, but yeah, it totally is, you dude. A- like, Aqua's coming to Saskatoon right away. Dude. <laughs> I want to go to that. I really Let's want to do go it. Go to that, Let's
1: freaking do it, man.
0: Go to Aqua. I love it. <laughs> but but yeah, it's no, but the, like Aqua is so terrible. It's actually great. That's what I'm saying. Is like <laughs> I, I'm not trying to genuinely say like these pop songs are what influences me as an artist. I'm saying like, it explains a lot about my personality. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, it's, it's that, that Y2K, the world's ending, let's just have some fun kind of vibe that I think does no matter what I do, no matter how hard I try, I'm always gonna have just like that pop essence to my music. So right. rather than fighting it, I embrace it and I turn it into an asset rather than a whatever the opposite of asset is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. For yeah. sure.
0: For sure. I do have to say too, like you you
1: do have a very unique voice too. Like your your singing voice is there's something about the sound that comes out of you when you're singing. It's different and than your speaking voice. That's for sure. It, it truly is
0: say that my students are like they're like, why do you sound different? I'm like, I <laughs> don't know. Yeah, I just
1: do. I just do. But I, I'm sure you've heard statements like that before. But I mean, anybody who's listened to your music, like there's something very unique about it and, and appealing in it. It's very it draws you in 100%.
0: And I'm not lost on the fact that a lot of people have been confused on my choice of genres or lack of choice of genres um and so that's been a part of my journey these past few years is figuring out where my where i kind of live in the in the genre spectrum and um like I said, I think, I I think we found it. It feels really good. And hopefully I am not sitting talking to you guys a few years down the road and be like, Oh yeah, that wasn't a good choice. Yeah. (laughs) I I found it now, but I got it now
1: boys.
0: (laughs) No, but like, truthfully, like I I am a couple of years away from, from being 30 and that scared the heck out of me. But now I'm just like, Oh no, this is actually the good part where I'm figuring out, Genuinely, what I want. I'm not, and you know, and I'm glad I had all those years of um, experimenting with a bunch of different things because now I, I think I'm almost positive. I know what I want to do, and, and I think that's starting to come across in my work.
2: Hell yeah, but, it's, dude. but it's also like if in two years from now you decide, yeah, that, that wasn't really my thing, and you come up with something new, I mean, don't limit yourself
0: yeah no that's and then that's okay too yeah i'll never limit myself however um it's been so important to me to have a co- cohesive sound just because when i'm storytelling i want to create an immersive experience this sounds so like artsy fartsy like get over this no it's it's good no no, yeah. this, no this is all good I, I want to create like an, an immersive experience for people and i realized that track number one on the album being like this like dance club party track and then track two being like this honky tonk country song I realized that was kind of bringing people out of the experience and it's it's important to me to have like a nice cohesive sound um right like the unspeakable album that I'll never speak about again <sighs> was a I'm going, I'm genuinely going to put it out in like 10 years and write uh, something on it of like, this was the state of my mental health at that time. And oh my God, look at this. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) You could, you could use that in your classes when you're teaching music and being like this, this is an album of somebody who is in a very dark place. (laughs) And then this is what happened when he got out of it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Play the other one. And I'm actually not that, that, that genre jumpers are a bad thing there's people that work in multiple genres uh lady gaga sometimes she's singing country sometimes she's singing pop sometimes she's singing like european club music right. you know and it, and it always sounds good um but that that is a very specific person and artist that can do that you know um uh like i said i'm uh i think i'm a songwriter first and a storyteller first and and um, it's important to me to create these bodies of work that have that are, are an experience, not just um, not just uh, fun six fun singles put on an EP. You know, I right. want to create a story of those six songs, so it's important yeah. to me that they all sound cohesive. Anyways, I'm ringing on about the same thing, but for anyone out there that thinks I'm a genre jumper, I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of uh, Zach Brown. I don't know if you if you're familiar with Zach Brown or Zach Brown's music. But uh his album Jacqueline Hyde uh came out in 2016, 17. Um, that is a genre jumping album. So Zach Brown is <clears throat> generally considered a country artist. Um, but he has a song on there with uh a few different artists, and he jumps from a a bang and pop song to country and and heavy rock with Chris Cornell, I believe, at the time. Um, so it, it, that album is really uh, all, all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I love all the songs. It's yeah. just not
0: an al- like a cohesive album. Per it, se. it it probably feels. I haven't heard the album. I apologize, Zach Brown. Um, <laughs> but uh, it probably feels just like a bunch of songs that were on their own that got grouped together on an album which I don't have a problem with. I think that's great. I think that tells a story on itself. However, like I want to create, like I said a million times, I want to create just a body of work that feels like it's supposed to be together. And um, and, and I do have like other avenues to get my, my pop itch scratched. That sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> I do have other avenues <laughs> to get pop music out out there in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I have a few secret songs out there that um, scratch the pop uh, itch. That that scratch the pop. (laughs)
1: That's there's the there's the name of this episode, pop itch, pop itch, scratch the pop itch. That could be a song title, dude. Pop itch. Oh man, there's my scratch.
0: Hey, scratch, scratch
1: my pop itch. (laughs) I've got a, I've got a video concept for you what is it on one of the new songs you do an animated
0: one i've wanted to do an animated um music video for so long my biggest problem being it's expensive and i could i have lots of friends that i grew up with weirdly enough that became like artists that draw cartoons and stuff like that and i wouldn't even want to reach out to them you know what i mean because i want to make sure that they are adequately paid so like that that comes in if i ever ran into some money to pay a artist a lot of money to come up with a whole animated music video for me that is totally my vibe i'm like a 90s anime kid like i grew up like watching like dragon ball z and like sailor moon and pokemon and digimon and all like i could go further but um yeah like that's that's my vibe like that's a lot of um that's a lot of my upbringing too is like a lot of the friends I connected with growing up were really into like Japanese anime, you know? Right. Like, so no, that's so weird. You'd bring it up. I've wanted to do that for so long and I think that be... someday I will.
1: Dude, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to keep my eyes and ears peeled for, for a good animator out there. If you're an animator out there and you're listening to this episode, please hit us up or hit LJ up and Magic see team. if there's a way we work
0: together and the music and the music video in the theaters. I'm just going to send you over all my stuff and you can just start managing my career now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk after this podcast. We we will,
0: we will. Yeah, we
1: will. We're on board, dude. Anything you need, we're in. Um, Have you ever, have you ever played a Pokemon go?
0: I was like very, very, a very, very early Pokemon goal player. In fact, my friend has a picture of me somewhere where I dressed up as a Pokemon trainer and took my little um, beta tester version of Pokemon Go that I had acquired at the time and was walking around Prince Albert dressed like a 22 year old Pokemon Go player.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. I love that. My son is so into Pokemon right now. Like he's got all these. He's got hundreds of cards. And we just watched the what was it uh, Detective Pikachu or whatever the one with Ryan Reynolds? Oh yeah, I think that's the first movie he's ever sat through, and he's seven. Really? And so yeah, he's all about it right now. Pokemon. Oh, cool.
0: Great, it's a great franchise.
1: I have, I still don't get it. <laughs> I'm, <that old> guy. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, it was like when that was a big thing, like however many years ago. Like I was already too old for that. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, I think
0: no, I, I, you're, I also, not, you're
2: never too old for Pokemon. That's I'll what I them. want
0: to say. I think Pokemon transcends age
1: <laughs> now. Uh, maybe, maybe because now what's, what's appealing to, what's appealing about it to me as a father is how much interest my son has in it. So then I am trying to like, like, I don't understand it. I don't know what those cards mean. I know that some of them can be valuable and some of them can't, but I also know that it's an actual game, right? It's some type of card game. I just don't know how to play it. And I would love to be, figure it out to be able to legitimately play it with my son.
0: No, that's so cool that you just brought back a really cool memory and like that I got from like somewhere in the core here in that. Like um, it's so cool when parents try and take an interest in things that their kids are interested in to try and connect with them on that level. And that means so much to kids. Cause I remember like my dad didn't give a, give a care about Pokemon. Like he could care less, no, but he would be like, I'd be like, oh, how many more hours until we get to where we're going? And he'd be like three Pokemon episodes and we're there. And I don't know why, what you just said just triggered that memory for me. But like, I think parents getting invested and caring in their kid's interest, especially if it seems something as simple as simple and trivial as Pokemon, I think that sticks in their memories and that becomes like something special that they can kind of keep close to their hearts, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. It, it definitely is for, for him, for the children and the parents alike.
2: Yeah. Right. And my, my daughter is, uh, is pretty big into Minecraft right now. I don't see the appeal But when she tells me about the game, I'm all for it. Like, I want to hear about her new pickaxe that she got, and she mines whatever the hell gemstone.
1: Dude, you got to play Minecraft with her. I don't have time to. Nah, you got to make time. Make time for your kids, man. You got to do it. Yeah. Dude, I love... I used to love playing Minecraft with my son, but... He just destroys everything and wants to play in fricking, what is it? Create creative mode, which to me is cheating. I keep telling him, no, that's cheating. Like I want to do it. Like (laughs) I want to do it from the ground up, man. Start me with nothing. And I'll like knock a tree down and make an ax and upgrade and all that stuff. But I don't know. know. I don't, I don't, I don't think I agree. (laughs) Like
2: the, the freedom that the kids have to build something giant because they have the time and they don't get attacked by whatever it's like that's cool that's that's the whole point of being creative build something like my daughter built i don't know the, the tallest tower she could build or whatever and it's she made it all fancy with things on the side and look i can jump off now yeah and not die
0: you know
1: yeah Anywho. Uh, yeah minecraft <laughs>
0: Minecraft and Pokemon. Can we call the episode that? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> no. We'll, we'll we're blend. Still, we'll blend. Them. We're we're still going I
1: like pop it. Pop it. I like yeah. pop it. <laughs> That's too good. Yeah. Um. What I I gotta ask you, LJ, before we let you go here. Um. What kind of what kind of gigs do you got coming up for the rest of the summer here? Do you have anything in the pipe? Any festivals? Anything like that?
0: Yeah. So um, off the top of my head, um we have been doing a bunch of pride um pride based oh, yeah. games and that's been super important to us um our i think the last one of the season of <laughs> pride season is in north battleford i think and that's on the uh, on july 23rd so if you're in the north battleford area come celebrate pride with us um another one we're going to be at the nest creek music festival that one is um just me forest in nevada um and we're going to be on stage i think friday at 11 or 10:30 something like that and um yeah we're really excited for that one because it's uh it's going to be good to be back at nest creek with the full festival cuz we had been there previously when it was kind of covid was still around and it was kind yep. of a a mini concert um but so yeah it's going to be cool to kind of go back and do do it how we wanted to do it, you know. Correct. Right, hell right. yeah, dude.
1: Very cool. Um, right on. Mm-hmm. And then, as I mentioned to the listeners before, uh, the link to LJ's new video is going to be in the description of of this episode. So please check that out. Um, shoot LJ a like and a subscribe there too, and find him on all the streaming platforms too. As well uh any last questions there mark
0: nope final words no yeah final meal no um thank you guys so much for letting me come on here and and talk about my new song home on a rainbow um like i I can't express enough gratitude towards people that are are um helping amplify um this song because i think the message is so important and i hope the video resonates with people so yeah, no. um Thank you so much, my friends. Like this means a lot to me to come on here and, and get to promote that song.
1: Lj, you're the doors open, man. You you are a friend of the herd for sure. Yeah. Like just, coming to a theater near
2: you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> only there's
0: you, your feet or whatever you said.
1: There's <laughs> yeah, dude. There's the episode name right there. Coming to a theater near you. Pop-ish. Yeah. yeah. Pop-ish. <laughs> nice I I (laughs) (laughs) I love it all right LJ if you can just stay on with us um and to those of you watching or listening out there um thanks for joining us don't forget to like and subscribe and we'll see you guys next week see you later